0: Log Talk Radio.
1: time would pass to step
2: With this due time, we're past the staff. How are you this morning? That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. For this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Well, where were you last week? Oh, last week we started off shaking the Monday morning blues with the due time crew and our relationship topic. Oh, this woman said she was horrified when her husband, yep, started off dating him, then she married him, was unnoticed. Yeah, she couldn't stand to see him work at the desk in the nude, but he took her to a couple of... uh, Classes, one being a class where the artists were the nudies and the uh, person who was posing was actually fully dressed. And she said she began to feel very comfortable around nude people. And before you know it, she herself became a naturist. Yep, that's what they call them The people that are not ashamed to walk around nude And she says, you know what At first I was really against it And I had a real issue with it But after a while I had no idea What that really uh, was It was nothing to me So the two of them are now naturists And they're having a good old time. Yeah, they are all in the newspaper. Nude. Yep, yep, and yep. Well, Monday we had the switch with Shantice. And switch tip number 177. Stop being so sensitive. You know, some people... You know, they're a little more sensitive than others. And, you know, everybody has some level of sensitivity. However, you know, when your sensitivity begins to block your listening to God, when it blocks your obedience to God, then your sensitivity is getting away of your walk with Christ. And that is definitely not something that should be going on. So if it's, you know, to that degree, and you may not even realize it's to that degree. So what you need to do is you need to really go before the Lord if you're a really sensitive person and ask God to reveal to you if, your sensitivity is coming between you and him, because I promise you that that is definitely not godlike. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, all righty. Well, let's talk about it. Tuesday church folk day rolled around, and we got to talking about those two off-duty cops who stopped a shooter. Right in her tracks over at Joel Osteen's church, and unfortunately, she did have her son right there beside her, and um, you know, we looked through the the uh, comments of all of the people who read the article, and boy. But their focus was a little bit off. Yes, they talked about the tithes and offering being collected over at the Mega church, and how Joel Osteen, you know, was swindling the people. And yeah, it was just full. The comments were full of that. So you really have to ask, you know, what is it that makes people so... And desensitized, let's put it that way, desensitized to, you know, people being murdered and, you know, a, um, a, a shooting, a random shooting happening in the church. And they not even, you know, pray about the church. Well, one of the reasons is very simple. This is a world that doesn't care about the church or God. So when they see Things like this go on They they don't care They don't care And when they see things like this go on in the church They put the blame On the church So you know It's It's sad because You know this could have really been A bigger tragedy Really could have been a much Bigger tragedy than it was And we give God thanks that you know, it wasn't worse than what it was because it really could have been, you know, um, it could have happened during a service, not in between two services. You know, so we can really give God thanks that, you know, this was not a larger, larger mess than what it was initially designed to be. Okay. All righty. Well. Wow, Wednesday rolled around and we got to talking with our girl Vivian and her socially conscious segment and talked about the fact that uh, New York City schools have said goodbye to the snow days and on our first snow day, remote learning went straight down the drain. Yep, for some students that is. They could not log on to the remote learning, and, you know, we got to talking with our ladies to find out if we really should get rid of the snow days, and, you know, I have to say that considering that we haven't had many snow days, period, you know, the kids being able to go outside and play or get a day off, I I mean,
0: wouldn't be the end
2: of the world. So go ahead and get them kids. There's no days, alrighty? Well, the ladies got to talking about that uh, Lent and the things that, you know, we should be giving up for Lent. They talked about eliminating toxins from your body and during Lent. We talked about giving up gossip during the Lent period. We talked about complaining, stop complaining. During that Lent period, and we talked about, should we even be celebrating Lent? Yeah, as of last week, Wednesday, it was Ash Wednesday, the beginning of that 40-day period of Lent. So, you know, should we even be doing all of that? Or should we not be doing any of the things that were mentioned at all? Well, that's the list that it should have been on. Should we be doing any of these things as Christian people or stop doing this if you consider yourself a Christian, yeah. Pretty much what we should have been uh, <laughs> we should have been paying attention to, not for lent. Well, we uh got to talking on a therapeutic Thursday about just the insensitivity of people, yeah. And hey, that a, a lot of that is uh, going around. And one of the things that came up in our news feed was about a woman who spent seven plus hours in a hairdresser's chair and paid three hundred and fifty dollars for the hair. I believe it was braids. But yet she didn't tip. And some people felt that that was quite insensitive. Now, you know, the majority felt that uh, $350 should have pretty much included a tip. And that's where you should have gotten your tip from. And we had some other personal uh, stories from our due time crew about the insensitivity of others. Yeah. Well, Freestyle Friday rolled around and we got to talking about that uh, episode of Dr. Phil's show where there was a gentleman on talking about you know reparations for the african americans and uh dr phil weighed in and said that uh hmm, pretty much that those who would get reparations would kind of blow the money and i'm saying it in milder terms And boy, oh boy, oh boy The feedback on that remark Was quite interesting Well, not only in the comments You know, part of the article But from the due time crew From the uh, due time listeners From... The due time crew I mean it was just I mean it was interesting We were quite split On the views And I promise you You want to go back and listen To that Episode You want to listen to all week long Because it was a Conversation to be Had Yeah it was interesting it was quite interesting. The men didn't only have the mic on uh, Friday. That's full show. All right? So that's how we spent our week last week. And, again, if you missed anything last week, you want to go back and listen. It is so easy to do so. You can always go to Blog Talk. Or you can just go to your search engine and type in... It's due time with Pastor Steph. And you can find us on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Prime Podcasts, Audible.com, Pandora, Google Podcasts. I mean, Feedspot. We are all over the place on anyone of your favorite, anyone of your favorite, and should I say it again, anyone on your favorite uh, podcast listening, to, you know, platform, you will not be disappointed. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. It is always a good time to be had here on this due time with Pastor Steph. Well, today is shaking the Monday morning blues all over again. Can you believe another week down? We are at the 19th of February already. So we only got like next week. And that is it. That is fully it. Mmm. Yeah. This month is flying by Forget about this month This year is flying by And I'm so glad to be able to share it with you So welcome, welcome, welcome And welcome again To It's Due Time with Pastor Steph And we're about to get this show on the road So uh, Go get that healthy breakfast. Go tell somebody that it's due time when Pastor Steph is on. And whatever you do, whatever you do, don't go anywhere because we will be right back. OCO, think teeth. Medicaid and CHIP cover many children's dental services including teeth cleanings, fluoride treatments, and fillings. For more information about children's dental health, contact your Indian health care provider. Visit insurekidsnow.gov or call 877-543-7669. A message from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Good morning, good morning, and good morning again. Welcome back to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph, and we are shaking the Monday Morning Blues. Yeah, you know, years ago, when you didn't know the Lord, I'm sure you were doing a whole lot of that. You know, you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, you got up wrong, you know, whatever phrase fit you at the time. But now, since we know the Lord and we are grateful that God even woke us up, then we can't find a wrong side of the bed. Or we shouldn't be able to find a wrong side of the bed, right? I I mean, this is like brainless. You don't even have to think about it. But believe it or not, there are people who do have a hard time, you know, waking up on the wrong side of the bed. So, you know, for them, we are going to shake the Monday morning blues, you know, for them, and we're going to let them know what it's like to just be grateful to God that you are up and You know, showing him, not just saying thank you. You know, people love to say, I say thank you every morning. When I put my feet on the floor, well, we, owe God, a little bit more than just a simple thanks. Because we wouldn't be breathing. We wouldn't be in our right frame of mind. We wouldn't be eating. We wouldn't have shelter. We wouldn't have clothes. Should I go on? Should I go on? Should I go on? Tell me, tell me, I can go on. You know, we could sit here and we could do this for the next hour and 41 minutes and 18 seconds. Yes, the clock is ticking. (laughs) So uh, I I got 900 things I could give God thanks for. Well, we're going to shake this Monday morning blues along with all the bluesy people. We're going to help them out this morning. And what better way to do that than to talk about our health. First thing in the morning Yeah, you know how we do on Monday mornings You get that health tip So We're going to continue with Our Health tip That we started last week And we're talking about Four fatty foods (sighs) Ah That we need to start cutting out of our diet righty. Now this might cross over I didn't look, you know me, I don't look I want to be just as shocked as you are When we're pulling out You know, these things off of our You know, menu And I want to uh, You know, feel the way you feel I don't want to be shocked I don't want to know everything So we may cross over. Well, guess what the first thing is, bacon. We went over this last week. Yes, remember? They talked about the bacon and high saturated fat and sodium content and all that good stuff. Yeah, it raises our LDL cholesterol, which is that bad cholesterol, so see why I say go back and listen, because you would have heard this, and this would have just been stamping what was said last week. So, you know, if you eat some turkey bacon, you know, air or beef bacon, air once in a while, then it's not bad. But if that's your staple, and that's what you get, bacon, egg, and cheese, you know, every day on your way to work or once you get to work yeah, you're gonna have to slow your roll on that one. Okay. Well they say cut out and this is another overlap, that full fat premium ice cream. Oh for your desserties for the all of the dessertees, people who cannot Go without their dessert, yes, this is on the list, Alrighty they say that that excessive sugar is one of the things that will definitely help to take us down the uh, insulin is it's not a friend, it's not a friend. The two don't partner up too well. Wow, they say that ice cream, that full-fat ice cream, comes with triglycerides, and that can contribute to the buildup of plaque in the arteries, narrowing the arteries and increasing risk of heart disease. All right? Prime rib. Yeah, for all of your steakies. Yeah, the people who like to eat all that red meat. This is a serious overlap. But here's the difference. Today they're giving us like real breakdown. You know, just in case you didn't know what they were talking about. Well, it's not the same article, but you get my point. They're being a little more detailed in this particular article. Well, they say prime rib is one of the fattiest cuts of red meat making it high in both saturated fat and cholesterol. So like the bacon, they say, you know, this raises our bad cholesterol because remember last week we heard that having cholesterol is not bad at all. It's the bad LDLs that make this bad. So they say if you want steak, go for the leaner Steak, don't go for the fatty, fatty, fatty ones like prime rib, okay? Plus, prime rib is a little more on the expensive side anyhow, so save yourself a couple of dollars, all right? Donuts, 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 donuts. So there you go, you breakfast people who have to have your donuts and coffee for breakfast. Donuts is definitely on this list and they say that that refined flour lacks fiber and essential nutrients, and it spikes your blood sugar levels. Mm. Well, if that ain't enough to stop the bagels on a regular basis. mm, mm -mm. Okay, so not only can the... Blood sugar levels spike, but inflammation as well. Yeah. So, they say the combination of refined sh- uh, flour, sugar, and unhealthy fats makes those donuts a big no-no. All righty. Well. Since that was a recap, and we got a couple of minutes, let's get that other little health tip, and you know, so keep those pens up, keep those pens up. They say there are foods that we should be stocking up in February, and I guess as we go through, we'll uh, we'll see why and what it is we should be stocking up on in February. Well, the first thing is pomegranate. Wow. They say that oh, this is the best time for pomegranates. Yeah, wow. They say a half cup of pomegranate contains 3.5 grams of filling fiber. In addition, pomegranates also pack those antioxidants. Now, we did our study on pomegranates quite some time ago. It has to be two years ago. So this is a wonderful recap as to why we need pomegranates in our life. Remember, we were encouraged to drink those that pomegranate juice? Yeah. So make sure you get that pomegranate in your system. They say, you know, throw it over some oatmeal or... In your smoothie, and uh it's quite seasonal at this time of year, okay blood oranges now, I have never heard of this before, so I guess we'll learn it together. They say that uh it's blood oranges are seasonal this month, okay, and um uh, wow. Let me see. They say, while blood oranges are typically a little higher in price than regular, I guess so, with the name blood oranges, they offer up a unique color, flavor, and more nutrients. They say that February is the perfect time for blood oranges, and it is rich in vitamin C. Wow, they boast high anthocyanin content, higher in antioxidants, and that's what lends to its deep red color. All righty. Well, I guess you might want to check out that blood orange. Mm. All right. They say it has like a raspberry. A raspberry uh, flavor. Hmm, that might be interesting to check out. Well, the next thing they're talking about, canned tomatoes. Now, let's see why they're saying canned tomatoes are really good in the month of February. Wow, they say that mm, the canning process... Tomatoes are harvested at this time of the year. Yeah, can you imagine that? Yeah, they're harvested, and at this time of the year, the canned tomatoes are much better. Wow, that's new. That is quite new. Wow. They say that canned tomatoes pack more, what's that? lycopene, uh, which is an antioxidant, and vitamin E, then fresh tomatoes. Wow. Okay. All righty. Well, they say the only difference is outside of that is the fact that canned tomatoes tend to have a little more sodium in it. So just watch your sodium intake on the opposite side but canned tomatoes are the best in the summer months. Mm. Somebody's trying to communicate. Oh, okay. Oh, they say that, uh, thank you so much. They're saying that the uh, blood oranges are very hard to find. They have to be because I've never even seen them, and I'm an orange person. I like oranges, and I've seen the pinker Oranges, but definitely not blood oranges. So thank you so much for that little tidbit. You know, my people in the back always got me. All right, what else are they saying we need to be running for in the month of February? Dried plums. Wow. Okay. They say dried plum, plums. Oh, prunes. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, I know about the prunes. Not only are prunes low in sodium, fat, and cholesterol, but they pack three grams of filling fiber in about five pieces. Wow. They say plums are often said to be high in sugar, but it's natural sugar, and it's low glycemic. So it kind of offsets the fact that they're high in sugar. The only thing about eating prunes, you have got to watch out for those pits D- Don't bite down on the on the prunes too hard. If your teeth ain't good, no <laughs> I know don't don't make that mistake. So if you decide to eat prunes, you may wanna bite them in small pieces. Don't put that whole thing in your mouth and start the chewing righty righty. well, it's time for the news. I did come across some interesting news yesterday, last night when I was looking, so I want to see which ones come up on the radar today. Well, alright, so since we're talking about food, since we're talking about food, you have this man who is suing McDonald's. Now, he says he's not going to stop eating McDonald's altogether, but he's not going to trust them. So, long story short, he ordered from DoorDash. Now, anybody who knows DoorDash you don't want to order doordash and really have any particular needs some special needs and, and i'm I'm going to be honest because who's to say they even paying attention to all of that stuff, and then you're only going to get mad when you get it, and you've waited a half hour or more for it, and it's not going to be what you ordered so anyway, and now you'll really ask this question when I tell you his story, because I'm going to tell you something. That there wouldn't have happened with Stephanie, okay? That just wouldn't have happened, because that's just this is just a silly move. So he orders from DoorDash uh, um, uh, a sandwich and uh, um, french fries and, you know, the whole package that you normally get from McDonald's. Well, he, he claims he opened up the sandwich and he did look But when he bit into it, he started feeling ill. And he said that uh, he started to have an anaphylaxis reaction after taking that bite. And him and his girlfriend got alarmed. And they ran... Him to the emergency room They jumped in an Uber And they ran to the emergency room Well come to find out After they gave him the Benadryl And all of that stuff to You know kill that allergic reaction There was cheese On the burger And he has a milk allergy Now I got to I got to ask y'all. Now y'all y'all hit me up if you have
0: ever had
2: a burger where you really didn't see the cheese on the burger, please let me know. Because I have never had I, I, I at 57 that has never happened. When I open up my burger, if I if, if cheese was supposed to be on the burger as soon as I opened up the burger, the burger showed the cheese. Well, here's why I say it was silly of him to even try to put this through a DoorDash order because he claims he put in the DoorDash order the special instructions that said no cheese because he has the allergy and, you know, that anaphylaxis allergy is really, really bad because that, you know, he felt this his breathing and his chest closing up and all of that kind of stuff. And he said he looked, but he didn't see it. So he's suing them now. Now, here's the thing. Are you all ready for this? At the end of the article, he said, I'm not going to stop eating there, but going forward, I'm just going to order French fries, let me make sure I quote him properly, because I was still scratching my head. He says, I'm just going to order French fries, a plain burger, and a drink. Well, isn't that what you ordered in the first place? I, I'm sorry, y'all. Help me understand what's going on here. First of all, when you have allergies like that, you don't order stuff like that and unless you are going to go through it with a fine-tooth comb. So, okay, so no one has has sent me a signal saying that they've ever ordered a burger with cheese and they couldn't spot the cheese. They don't give you no little square piece of cheese that sits underneath the burger. You always see it. So if that's what you ordered in the first place, what do you mean you're not going to stop ordering stop eating, but you're just gonna order a regular burger. So now I'm wondering, did you order a regular burger?
0: Because
2: I wouldn't want to eat it anymore. Period. Well, first of all, how you suing and you still buy it from the place? That that's that's the other thing. You know what? That's to me is like a slight admittance that you goofed. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all disagree? Let me know. Because that that's not making a whole lot of surpassing stuff. All righty, what else are we talking about this morning? Okay, okay. You know, now that the teachers are off today, y'all can help me with this story because I-, I thought this was another pretty dumb uh, story. <sighs> so you have this woman who is an elementary school teacher. And she puts on her social media um, her social media post something that is really, really weird. She puts and I quote, "There's a group of swinger parents at the school where I teach, and this proves Brooklyn public schools are far cooler than private schools." Y'all help me. <laughs> this is must be Help Me Monday, because I, 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 that another article I read, and I'm like, you really put that on your social media page. You just had nothing else to put on your social media page other than the elementary school that you
0: teach, where you
2: teach, have a group of swinger parents. And because of that, the the brooklyn school the Brooklyn public schools, excuse me, are far cooler than private schools. Well, first of all, one of the questions that I have is, this is a topic of conversation. What, what is this After open school night or open school afternoon, How do you even know that the teachers are swingers? Are you swinging with them? I tell you, how does this come up in a conversation with your elementary school students, parents? How? So that's the big uproar because now that she's openly posted this, you know, the teachers and other people at the school, people over her want to know the same thing Pastor Steph is asking. How would you know these things? How would you know? How would you know? How would you know? And if this is what y'all talking about, then mm, 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 mm,
0: mm.
2: oh boy, we need to find you some new, new conversations. Yeah. And when you say that means that they're better than private schools, well, how would you know that? Are you, like, doing a survey? (laughs) Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, you know, being that the teachers are off today and they are listening, maybe you can help me figure out, you know, what kind of downtime do you have That you converse with the parents and find out that they're swingers and not only did you find out that there are swingers swinger parents but you didn't found out that there's a group of swinging parents how you know there's a group what constitutes a group five six thirty forty what co- what constitutes a group? How big is a group? What? What? Are they all women? Are they men? Are they mixed? What, what, what? Wow. Mm 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 mm. All righty. Well, here's a a more puzzling uh you know question for me in in a certain aspect so you got this guy out in Alabama who he's a police officer and back in 2021 he and a partner answered some complaint it was some kind of dispute and a fight So They ended up having to drag him Down the stairs Or at least they thought so And they slammed him up Against the car And put handcuffs handcuffs on him So he complained That the handcuffs were too tight But he was taken to jail Anyway they didn't think about What he was saying at all And they charged him with disorderly Disorderly conduct and disturbing the peace, as well as resisting arrest. So he was released a few days later, and he was complaining that he was um, experiencing quite a bit of pain in his left wrist. So he went to the doctor, and the doctors had to refer him for emergency surgery and said that there was a blood flow issue in his left hand. Well, they say that during the hospital stay, the fingertips became gray, there was swelling, excruciating pain, and he couldn't sleep. It kept waking him up at night. So eventually the surgery came, and they said they had to amputate his left hand. And at the end of the day, it was due to the injuries inflicted on him by the deputies for uh improper use of handcuffs. Now, how long were these handcuffs on that, uh, you know... It was such a poor level of circulation that it caused all these problems. That's weird. Now, that is quite weird. But needless to say, definitely got a lawsuit coming, and the trial is actually set to begin on April 15th. So somebody's taking this seriously yeah. They uh said that it was irreparable. It was an irreparable injury and that's what caused him to have his left hand amputated. Wow. Wow. Mm. What else can we talk about before we get to our due time Oh, I want to definitely talk about this one. So, we are always talking about uh, the wonderful Mary, uh, Eric Adams. Well, there was a plan to open up a shelter. For the illegal migrants In Harlem And it was some Abandoned luxury apartment Now they say the building Was first advertised As a luxury housing unit With a swimming pool But it's been empty For over a decade For around a decade rather Because the developers Actually defaulted on loans Now, it was built in 07, so it's been sitting there all this time. It has 35 units, and it was then leased to a nonprofit that had been working with the Department of Social Services to use it as a shelter, but that never really went through either. So the residents saw that there were bunk beds being loaded into the building, and they started asking questions. And when nobody answered, they got together and they had a meeting. And they were really annoyed that this was going on right there underneath their noses. And after all this time of it being abandoned and it being passed from hand to hand and nobody used it, what are you using it for? Well, come to find out that they were going to use it for the asylum seekers. Well, they said, "No, you won't) <laughs> Oh yeah. They said, no, you won't." They had a meaning. And they had signs that said something like millions on migrants. What about youth programs? And they got Eric Adams to attend the meeting. And they they challenged him big time. They said, you're the mayor. We don't want to hear any excuses. And he said that, okay, no illegal migrants would be placed inside the building and instead it would be used to house local homeless New Yorkers. So this is what Pastor Steph said. <laughs> yeah, you might be saying Pastor Steph is quite, you know, animated and oh, exaggerated. No! Big ups to them. Big ups to them. Big, I mean, really, 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 because he's been doing all kinds of stuff, and no one's been saying anything, and you know, enough is enough. Enough is enough, and they—that's what their biggest complaint was. They were like, "Listen, you're getting ready to give this to." These asylum seekers, when we have our own homeless here, these apartments should go to them. And if it does not, if you don't want to do that and put up a a homeless shelter, then make it true affordable housing. That was the other thing that they told him. Well, then, no, you know what? Then make it truly an affordable housing unit. Because this here, what you've been doing this is this is crazy. enough is enough that is enough, so I say congratulations because when it was all said and done, he says, Mm-mm-mm. we're not moving folks into a brand new building when you have a long when you have long term needs." in a community that's not going to happen and he told them you will not have migrants and asylum seekers in that property yeah so had they left him alone or had left the the, you know uh, not getting any questions answers to their questions then guess what they would have been moving over looking at the asylum seekers and nobody's saying that they should be homeless because we've spoken about that. We've spoken about the fact that he's gotten them here and now you can give them 30 to 60 days. Like they were supposed to magically have a home in 30 to 60 days, but yo, this been, okay. So you found no use for this space since it's been erected in 2007. And all of a sudden, now here we are, how many years later, we're in 2024, and now you can get this together? To bu- Where you get all these bunk beds from? So you mean to tell me all these people have been homeless since before 2022, when they started arriving, but you can now find a bunk bed, really? Oh no, I'm glad they ripped him. I'm glad they ripped him, good for them. Where are my due Time people? Let's say good morning to our girl, Tamika. Good morning, Tamika.
0: Monday, Monday morning.
2: Good morning. How are you? I am doing really well, especially now that uh, I was able to get that story out. Uh, How are you doing over there singing Monday, Monday morning? (laughs) At this time of the morning in that key, I'm doing (laughs) (laughs) A-OK. That is good to know. So let's get to talking. So let's talk about this, this McDonald's lawsuit where the customer says, I didn't see the cheese, so with my egg allergy, I ate the cheese, And now I'm suing because I ordered from DoorDash and told them in the special notes or whatever they call it that I should not have had, um, what do you call it, Uh, cheese on my burger. And I am going to not stop, I'm not going to stop ordering or eating from McDonald's, but instead I'm just going to order a plain burger and fries. What do you say? You know, when when you have a sensitivity like that, you know, um, ordering out is an an issue, period. You know, I've gone many places, and, you know, like, I don't like mayonnaise. So don't put mayonnaise on my stuff, you know. Like, you might go to Burger King, um, for instance, because I know they put, you know, that special sauce and stuff like that. And I'll literally stand there and watch, you know. And there have been other times where I've gone there you know, and you watch the, wait, 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 that's not for me, right? You have to verbalize, you know, and so you're leaving that in the hands of somebody else, whether it's the person at the restaurant. Or the DoorDash individual. So now you want me to open up the burger, to be- double check to make sure that your stuff doesn't have cheese on it. First of all, you're doing a lot. You're doing, you're, you're being way extra. You know, you. It would make more sense for you to just take your little egg, your left and your right, and go to the restaurant, decide what it is that you want, and then be, you know, vigilant and say, listen, I can't. I have an allergy. You know. Um, To put that in somebody else's responsibility because my thing is okay. I put your order in. If they do it wrong, am I am I the one that's responsible? You know, so I'm supposed to open up your burger to double check. You don't want you don't want anybody messing with your food. Why not go to the restaurant yourself? You know, that's a lot. And then after all of that, now you say, well, I'm just going to order such and such and such. Well, why not order something that doesn't contain? You know that that limits the possibility of you having. Um, cheese on anything they don't put fries they don't put cheese on your fries unless you're going to someplace like Wendy's or I think there are other places that do do chili cheese fries and things like that you know just, just eliminate that if that's what you want to, if you still want to use DoorDash then just get that get, get something that doesn't have cheese at all that way that keeps you from having that issue you also have to bear responsibility you know you want to point fingers at people but the responsibility of it all is actually your own Absolutely. Absolutely, you know. <laughs> really quickly, earlier this month we went out to a restaurant and the uh this the sandwich, the burger I was ordering, they it comes with brioche buns and brioche buns have eggs. Well, by the time Tamika, I had this man run back and forth and back and forth and back and forth asking, does this have eggs? Does that have eggs? Girl, do you know they were sold out of the item? I couldn't even get what I initially wanted
0: because that's how long it
2: took for, you know, him to find out whether all of these different things had eggs in it. Now, I'm not. The point I'm trying to make is you really just got to take that kind of time. Like you said, why, you know, just get up and go literally to the store or the restaurant or whatever, or whatever you order on DoorDash, make sure it doesn't have any milk, um,
0: you know, mm-hmm. content.
2: That would just make life so easy, especially when you have something so drastically, the response is so drastic. That's the part that really makes me scratch my head. If you know that this is going to make you, you know, this kind of ill, where it's going to stop your breathing, man, you ain't got to worry about Stephanie no more. Right. That's all I know. So that's just kind of dumb. That's kind of dumb. So then, uh. so then my extra question might be also, you know, they, I've heard of ghost chili. Maybe, you know, you ask the question, maybe they have ghost teeth. Okay, that's cute That's cute, that's cute (laughs) Well, maybe he'll get somewhere I don't know, maybe that'll Render a different result I don't know, girl Maybe that will What else are we talking about? Let's talk about This uh, Migrant situation And the fact that they Actually, the residents Actually held a meeting, and spoke up about what they did not want to occur in their neighborhood. I think that's a beautiful thing, you know. I I look at things that happen, you know, sometimes you, in your own neighborhood, you see things, you see a hint of stuff, and you kind of just let it go. You know, the next thing you know, they've erected something, you know. Now they got to you know a movie theater or whatever the case is you know the fact a lot of times it's very difficult to get that type of information so obviously those people in that area are involved with it, with what's going on They're city councilmen you know and they knew who to get in contact with you know to stop um what what would have been a migrant situation you know we don't want that you know and then the fact that they said hey, listen if, if this is what you're going to do with it this is what this is how it needs to be done If we're going to do homeless then let's do homeless for those who have been here you know i i know of an area literally close to where i you know was brought up and these people are literally they have erected a home they put cardboard boxes together and they found a way you know For for you to get in there and crawl in there and sleep and, you know, the wind doesn't hit you as much, you know, they can be instrumental. But these are people who have been here, born and raised here, you know. And so if you're going to take care of the people, start at home first. And I think it's wonderful that they got together and did what they, hey, let's go get the mayor. Let's get everybody that we need to get at this meeting to make things change and to make it happen for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, big ups to them. You know, they were not going to stand around and just let anything, any old thing happen. You know, they've already been taking a chance with this being an, an abandoned building for so long. You know, so now... You know We've had to watch this abandon, and you could have been doing something with this a long time ago. And now, since you decided Mm -hmm. to make a move, then make a proper
0: move.
2: So thank you so much for joining us this morning. And uh, I see we have Pastor KL on the line. Let's say good morning to Pastor KL. Good morning, Pastor KL.
3: Good morning, Pastor Steph. How are you today?
2: I am well, thank you. How are you?
3: I'm well, a little chilly, but I'm well.
2: All right. Wow. What's the weather looking like down there?
3: Uh, 30 degrees.
2: Wow, wow, wow. Uh, All righty. I forgot to ask you about a story, uh, Lady Timmy. I'm coming back to you. I'm coming back to you. Pastor KL, so you've got this guy who saw McDonald's. You heard why. Is it making any sense that he's still going to order and eat from McDonald's if they were so negligent to put cheese when he ordered no cheese?
3: Well, I mean, a, a, a lot of things hit me. I I, I love uh, the fish sandwich from both McDonald's and from Burger King. However, I do not love tartar sauce. So I say... You know, I want a fish sandwich, no tartar sauce. Now, my thing is this. Before I eat anything, I'm opening up this the top of this bread to make sure there's no tartar sauce on it. Now, cheese is a bright substance. How do you not see the cheese on the burger? Did you not inspect what you expected? I'm just yep. not understanding it. And, and and then after it almost kills you dead, you say I'm gonna order again. I just want order cheese. But you didn't order cheese the first time, right? Right. I don't understand.
2: Me either. Because he claims he checked, he lifted the bun, he didn't see the cheese. And like I said, the same thing you said, cheese is is something that you see on any burger. The, the cheese is right. never going to be that little that you don't spot it. Not only that, you only lifted up one bun. What happened to the other bun? <laughs> you couldn't have lifted up one. It was just you were that hungry, you couldn't have lifted up both buns. Well, I guess we see what Russian will do. Russian they will didn't get turn
3: the other cheek.
2: <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> I guess not. All right, we're talking about the people of Harlem fighting back. Uh, They have a luxury building that's been sitting up all this time, empty and abandoned, couldn't get anything done with the building. The the, uh, city, the state couldn't get anything done with the building. And the residents started seeing all of these beds started rolling out. And they told Eric Adams, no way. What are you? And and he changed it. He turned it around. They will not have an asylum migrant shelter in 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 that building.
3: What well, do you think? I, I say kudos, kudos, and good for them. Good for them for stepping up. You know, we we've been looked over and taken advantage of for for too long, while other folks have had the privilege that we're supposed to have. You know, land of the free, but nothing's free for us. So I'm just not understanding. So I said that was a good job.
2: All righty, all righty. Okay, well, I have one more question as we're about to go into our relationship uh, topic. Brother Al has just joined us. So there's a New York City school teacher, elementary school teacher to be exact. And she put on her social media page. There's a group of swinger parents at the school where I teach, and this proves Brooklyn Public Schools are far cooler than private schools. Pastor KL, has she lost her mind, or is this like, yo, is it's okay?
3: No, so 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 swingers, as if as in. What I think it is, you know, I'm a little old, so yes, back in my days. No, were.
2: no. Okay. No, they, uh, it I would just be want to a different sure. word if it was today. But, no, it <laughs> okay. <when it's>, as <laughs> when we were growing up, yes.
3: Okay, okay. Yeah, I, I think she's lost her mind. They, they have lost their mind. That That's not something um, that's cool. Um, that's not something that I want introduced or or uh, around my children, even in conversation. No, no. I mean, now i got to explain you know, to my children, what swingers are? You know, I'm not thinking about a swing in the backyard. That's what the swingers are—they swing it. You know, but I, I just no. I, 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 you know, it's it's almost like you have to have that virgin and the bee conversation, and you don't know how to start. How do you start a swingers' explanation? You know, no, no, that's not cool.
2: All righty, lady Tamika, what are we talking about here? You know, is it all right? You know, it's it's parent-teacher talk. And, you know, as long as the kids don't hear it, it's okay. Um, it's a miracle that she didn't lose her job, you know. Um, every place that you work, there there's a disclosure of what you can and cannot say. You know, you you overstep bounds by literally putting that on social media. You don't know who's attached to it. You don't know if the um, parents um, can see it. You don't know. You know, when you post things, you you really honestly don't know how far it could go. We've seen instances where people have lost their jobs because of how they verbalize things. And so, you know, um, for you to just feel that that's okay, uh, again, I'm surprised you're still employed. Yeah, I actually surveyed the, um, the article a couple of times afterwards because I thought I missed it. I was like, okay, well they didn't say she was suspended or fired or, and no, mm, she wasn't. They voiced their displeasure, but definitely she, as of the end of this article. The writing of this article, she still had her job. Let's see what Brother Al has got to say. Good morning, Brother Al.
1: Chop, chop of the morning. Chop, chop of the morning.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know you really choppity-chop this morning. Uh, oh, Brother yeah. Al, how are you doing today?
1: I'm 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 doing pretty good. And I just want to tell Pastor KL, he had 30 degrees. We beating him. We had 33 degrees. We three degrees higher. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. With yes, no snow. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <And> no snow. <laughs> well, thank you all for that.
2: All right, brother Al. You know, one of the teachers in your school says that you know what? There's a group of swingers. She posts. There's a group of swingers. In my elementary school, and this
0: proves
2: that the Brooklyn public schools are better than the private schools. She, she still have a job, or is that okay?
1: No, she, no, no, no. She, she not lost her. Sound to me, honestly, sound to me like she recruiting. <laughs> you know, <what> <laughs> if you're posting that up, I was like, <laughs> like, uh, Oh no, she, you know, it, it's crazy. Um, and these just stuff, and, and and people wonder why the kids act so crazy in school because these are things they got to deal with. You know, for you to get online and and post that, that that's insane. She definitely should shouldn't be working not working there anyway
2: you know brother Al I'm still trying to figure out what conversations have been taking place that you would even know that there were parents in the school who were swingers I'm still I still I'm still trying to get that answer I would love to be able to ask her well how'd you find out because this here you you know what, when did this take place that the children were not around and nobody had to worry about them hearing this? So you know clearly there's not enough to talk about when it comes to the kids. So I don't know what yeah, gonna
1: they going to do. They with. probably had it in the in the, in, in, in the teachers' lounge. <laughs> That's where it took place in the teachers' lounge. <laughs> the well, how would
2: how would she no how would there. she know? She ain't in the teachers' lounge.
1: She probably down with him. She probably down with with the situation.
3: That's how she's down with OPP.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: goodness gracious! <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a comment from uh from a listener. How it may it might have come up during parent-teacher conference night when they saw something in the classroom they, that triggered the conversation or they met at one of the swinging parties and recognized each other. Now, that there, that latter part, that mm-hmm. just might have been what happened. Yeah, maybe it wasn't a swinger party. Hey, Miss Crabtree, hey, how you doing? <laughs> oh, this your thing too? Oh, okay.
3: Wow that's why she got that's why she got crabs,
2: oh my God, you know what see see you have been <laughs> behaving all this time now where in the world? okay, it's time for me to shut off your mic where in the world is your
1: it's the off button. Hey, Pastor Steph, or or are they talking? Are oh, they talking to Charlie Brown teacher? Wah, 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 wah. Uh, well, I don't
2: know because that's the only time that the kids wouldn't hear about it. Oh my goodness gracious! Well, outside of that last comment, thank you so much for indulging me in our news.
0: Oh Lord, have mercy!
2: Ah. Uh, Never cease to amaze me, Pastor Kel. All right. Let me see. I got two stories here, and uh, I'm trying to figure out, okay, no, this one, this one, because we talked about the other one most recently. We'll come to that one last. All right. Now, I, I, I had to reread this story a couple of times because I was kind of a little lost here. I had to really make sure I was reading this story properly because I have to tell you, when you think about us being in the mercy of these people or at the mercy of these people, I don't know. So they got this Pennsylvania judge, Sonia McKnight, who's 57. Well, they arrested her of first degree attempted murder and aggravated assault so here's how the story goes <laughs> she has a boyfriend and they uh he says he came home they live together so he said he came home from the bar And he was relaxing on the couch, or she was relaxing on the couch in her pajamas. And he told her she needed to leave. And I guess they've been having some problems. And he said that if she did not leave, he would talk to her mother. Lord have mercy, 54, 57, you got to talk to somebody, Mama. But he would get her help to get her out of the house if he had to so she said okay so the, the the feeling was she agreed that and understood that it everything was over between the two of them and she had to leave and she was all right with it well he said he went to bed and when he he went to bed about eleven o'clock he woke up he had a massive Pain in his head, and he was blind. So he said he panicked, screaming in pain and confusion. And she came running into the bedroom, and she says, "Mike, what did you do to yourself?" <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I don't mean to laugh,
0: but yeah.
2: <laughs> she ended up calling 911 after one o'clock in the morning. And they said that during the call, she said she could not explain what happened and stated that she was sleeping and heard him screaming. Well, EMS arrived, and they found that he had a gunshot wound to the right temple that exited his left temple, and he was blind in his right eye. So they said the gun was registered to her, her. It was found on the scene, and she was found to have had gun residue on her hands about an hour after the shooting. So he told um, them that he did not shoot himself, and that's all he kept saying even at the hospital. Now, already it's amazing that he's having this conversation, and he's got a bullet hole from one side of the head to the other side of the head. They both said and told the cops that nobody else had ever entered the home. So she told them that she did not leave the home during the night when the shooting had had taken place. Well, after they checked her, I guess that door, the ring, doorbell, they saw that she had left the house, so they ended up in her for what had happened, she's been suspended from her duties as an elected judge, and she cannot be on the bench, she's been on the bench since 2016, and check this out. They said that in 2019, she shot her estranged husband in his groin after asking him to come to her, after asking her to come to the home to help her move furniture. And in 2014, before the divorce could finish taking place, they ruled it a uh, self-defense as they had been in a domestic uh, dispute. So now she faces 40 years in prison if she's convicted of first-degree attempted murder since she tried to harm the boyfriend. Now, she got away with the first uh, gunshot, victim, which was her estranged husband, and now this time she's in the dispute and using the gun on her boyfriend. Tamika, 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 this is a judge who's been sitting on the bench putting people in jail, and yet... She's the one going to jail now.
0: And it just goes to show you that people are
2: people. <laughs> Doesn't matter what your title is. You know, as we can see, you, we got a judge and she crazy, you know, and and uh, she, <laughs> she tried to legitimize it by saying, you know, what did you do to yourself? You know, she <laughs> might have had, the phone, you know, while at right after she did it to try and make it seem like, you know, to get all of the, the, um, so nobody would blame her, but like you've been in the system, you know how this thing works. You couldn't, you know, do that better than that. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not legitimizing what she did. I mean, we obviously know what she did, but with all of the stuff that goes out, you know, forensics and this and that, you know, you didn't have a clue that maybe possibly this would all come back to you, you know, I hope she gets it, you know, uh, that's just crazy, you know. Uh, and obviously, you know, this is, we, we often talk about, this is not the first time, we already see it. This is definitely not the first time that she has shot somebody and she went right back to the same ammo. Uh, poor guy, poor guy, you know. And, and, I mean, in a situation like that, how do, you, how do you check the red flags? I mean, do you go to somebody and say, have you ever shot your ex? What type of conversation <laughs> leads you into that
0: area? You know, what kind
2: of conversation can you even go? That's very difficult to find out, you know, and um, that's when the, <laughs> the, the representative that we often talk about shows up. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a sad thing that he didn't find out about that until afterwards. You know, and, and here, here I, I'm sorry, but the, the way that I'm thinking about it, obviously something tipped him off as he said, you got to go. So there was something prior to that. There was some type of sign, something that she was doing that led him say, okay, enough is enough. I'm not going to explain. We're not going to go back and forth. You got to go, and you got to go now. So there we go. Yeah. They had been in some kind of, uh, you know, uh, uh, problem in their relationship if you moved in with him and now he's telling you. You've gotta go. So yeah. You know, this this ain't just this was not just no one argument and now you gotta go. Mm. Well maybe he thought he was getting rid of her before he became a victim. Brother Al, what we talking about here.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> well there's a couple of things. Um one no, one of the things was I heard uh uh Lady Tamika said uh, she couldn't do it. She couldn't have done it in a better way. Which gives me a flag for me to lock my bedroom door when I go to sleep tonight. You
2: know, and,
1: uh, I'm, just, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know, her, her words was she couldn't have done it better. So you know, my my wheels are turning here. You know, I just put a lock on the bedroom door too. You won't get in I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, get up in here when I'm sleeping. Oh my, yeah. oh, my. Yeah, that's number one. And number two, I wondered <laughs> is she gonna sentence herself? <laughs> you know, is she gonna you know sentence what? herself? <laughs> you know, she mm-hmm. does. But she's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and and, and, and it's like she's trying to play the, the the old Jedi mind trick. She go in there and shoot the man in the head. Then come running there and be like, what did you do to yourself so he can say, <laughs> hey, maybe I did get you know, so she, she, she tried the old squeeze point. <laughs> she, she tried the old, oh, old squeeze play. You know, And in Backfire, I, I think she was hoping, hey, I shot him in the head. He's going to die. That's what she was hoping. I shot him in the head. He's going to die. And then I can say he shot himself. Not knowing that... uh. First of all he was blessed, he shot in the head and he talking like everything on fire. You know, he got a hold of his head and he talking like everything good. So she's looking like, Oh shoot I didn't shoot I didn't shoot in the right place. So she up next day to run in there, baby, baby, what are you doing yourself? I can just picture that. That's all laughing, like Hey, what did you do? Wow. I didn't do that, you would it. So she's wow, not. wow, wow. She, she wow. not and, and like she said, this ain't the first time she shot the other one. So you know that's something else for men. Man, you better start asking questions. Stop breaking the conversation. about, hey, sweetheart, I I know I know you can. Okay, you work at the bank and everything. How do you show them blood? You got to break it. Up. <laughs> you got to break it up. Oh my
0: goodness!
1: New conversation. Wow. I didn't ask Jamika about that. We gotta have a conversation about that later.
2: Yeah. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, pass the KL. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm 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 a little disturbed um, just by the notion that she's a judge, you know. And you've done this you've done this before. So how did you become a judge? I mean, because I know that I can't get in the police academy if I got a parking ticket, because they call all your friends, they call everybody to find out who you are. They call your mama, they call your daddy. So I mean, how did she get past all of this, you know? And why isn't she in jail for the first time? So now that she's done it again, she should get life. I mean because you know, she tempted murder twice. Are you gonna get off again? I'm 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 totally baffled by this whole thing.
2: Well, they they say that the reason why she got off the first time is because she you know, they had been in a, a domestic dispute and supposedly this was self defense. So that's how he ended up getting shot in the groin, and they didn't, you know, they ended up dismissing the charges. Well, I guess Listen, they don't. When, re- when you shoot
3: dis- somebody, when, when 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 you kick a man, you know, when you tap a man in the groin, you're trying to kill him. You try to kill him. That ain't self defense. I mean, that is not self defense. You're trying to kill him. Self defense is I'm trying to get you off of. You shot this guy in the head. That's self defense too. In his sleep come on now work with
2: me listen I didn't say I agree I'm saying that this is the explanation they gave because I thought the same thing there it was 2013 and I'm sorry even even in a self-defense I don't think I would have been I would have put her on the on the bench and I know that sounds you know as a person who's a domestic violence survivor you know, would that have, if, if I had defended myself and shot him, you know, that would block, you know, my future? You know, do I want to say that? Well, maybe I do, because, you know, I, I'm thinking, you with a gun, you're quite dangerous. How do I know you don't have some PTSD? How do I know that they're no flashback? How do I know that this here... You know, I don't think I, I – don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You know, 2013, this took place, and she's been on the bench since 2016. So three years later – so maybe she had to keep a clean record for three years. I don't know. But three years later, she then ends up on the bench. And to think again, and that's why I, I said it from the beginning, I agree. You know, this is the judge. How many people has she put away? How many people has she put away for murder, attempted murder, this or that? And yet you yourself, I mean, are a severe criminal. Because, of course, now this this puts into big question, was it really self-defense back in 2013? Oh, you better believe they're, they're bringing that up. You better believe they're going to bring that up. Now, I'll ask the question. Uh Tamika do you feel that after the 2013 incident where you know she uh, supposedly had a domestic dispute with her husband and in self defense she shot him in the groin they may have dismissed the charges for self defense but do you think she should have ended up on the bench
1: They should have thrown
2: the book at her the first time, you know. Um, and, you know, my thing is they, they, they called it self-defense, you know. I shot you there. We, we've seen instances before where that can do, you know, not saying, that. that can, well, let's talk about Lorena Bobbitt. Remember she cut the gentleman's um, body part and put it in a blender? You know, you know this is something that you meant to do. You know, and so now, unfortunately, you can't be tried for that again. But, you know, now they're going to push it harder because, you know, you can't be tried for the same crime. Right. Well, unfortunately, in certain instances, you can't even bring up what happened right. previously. And right. now, how y'all going to get out of this when they didn't put this in the paper? So that means whenever she goes, you know, um, in front of a jury, if that's what they decide for her, you know, who, they don't know. They've already heard. I didn't put it out there already that she uh, was already dis- it was already dismissed that, you know, she had shot her husband. So that is something that I'm real curious as to how – they're going to move forward with that because I agree. Oh, they're bringing that up if they can. Oh, no, they are dead because they couldn't snag up the first time, and, and you did look um, possibly innocent. Brother Al, do you think after oh, yeah. this incident took place in 13, and it, 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 should she have been on the bench in 16?
1: Well, one of the things I'm wondering, too, is what side of the fence she on? <laughs> our, I'll, answer
2: wow. I'll answer that I'll answer that I'll answer that because that's the first thing I looked for she's on our side of the fence <laughs>
1: wow you know somebody <laughs> well you know when, when you look at it when you when you look at it lawfully uh, she, she was found innocent you know she was found innocent that, you know I don't know what they found or whatever to say that you know what okay you know what This was self defense. So she was found innocent. So being that she was found innocent, okay, she protected herself, and she's going for a judge. So, you know, yeah, she she can go for the position. She was found innocent. You know, people may not want to hear that, but if you're found innocent, okay, that happened, she was in the right, okay, go on with your life. I want to be a judge. And she went for it. So, you know, yeah, you know, she, she has the right to do that.
3: you you right, Al. We don't want to hear that.
0: (laughs) I know you don't.
1: (laughs) I I, 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 I know you don't. I know you don't. I know you don't. If you take off there and she was going for another job, and she was going for another job, not even being a judge, but she she was found innocent. You know, she was found innocent of the crime. So, You know, it goes away as she go about the minute.
2: Well, I'm still on the fence. It has nothing to do with whether I want to hear it or not. Like I said, I even put myself in in, in that position. You know, if if I defended myself and shot him, whether in the groin, in the head, or wherever, I was defending myself. But yet it put into question whether they wanted to put me, you know, give me the right to be in certain positions I don't I don't know if you know if I wouldn't I would not understand that I'm being honest I don't know I can't say well that would be wrong you know she was found guilty or Stephanie was found guilty I this is me we talking about and I'm being honest I don't even know if that's it's safe certain jobs in my opinion may not even be safe because what, okay, so what happens when you the judge and now you got a domestic violence case in front of you? Do they now not mm-hmm. give you any right. domestic violence cases because now you will possibly be prejudiced? Ah, we got to be careful about how we do little things. That's what I'm saying. Right. I don't know if, if that was maybe the job, you know, and, and I feel bad to even think that way because, again, if, if, if I was... Honestly defending myself and it and I never had another infraction for the rest of my life and three years later You know they said well. We're sorry. Miss Griffin. You know we, we can't allow you to be a judge You can remain a lawyer, but we cannot let you on the bench of the judge And I lived to be 99 and I never was ever 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 in any other altercation That it's probably it probably meant that they did something wrong that there was a bad call but you gotta consider these kind of things. Certain certain jobs, you I may not be, you know, um, you know, ready to handle. So here we are, three years later. She takes the job as a judge. You putting people in 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 jail and all kinds of things. You know, whatever you were doing on the bench, because they didn't say exactly what kind of judge she was. But um, I was kind of looking and trying to see. But it looked like she was like a regular judge maybe a criminal court judge or whatever and now you didn't did all of this and now here you are sitting before a judge on a first degree attempted murder and aggravated assault charge and i have to agree with tamika okay so what did you learn because you didn't know better because that's the first thing i said i'm like okay Mm -hmm. an hour later they found gun residue on your hands I look at TV and know that if I fire a gun and I want to get away with it, <laughs> I better go find some way to wash my hands. Yo, do that found a
1: glove to put on?
2: Right, that's what I'm saying. You mean to tell me you didn't know none of this? Like I said, look at TV long enough or look at enough movies. You know, you know, there's certain things that you know you really gonna to try to gaslight the man to believe that he shot himself. Okay, so as we always say here on his due time, that was not a plan. <laughs> Clearly, it wasn't a plan. So I don't know what's going on, but, you know. Well,
3: well, well the, just, the other thing, too, is she, she's a judge. So she could have went and visited OJ. OJ would have helped out a little bit. So you know glove what? Put the glove on. You know what?
1: You know what? You know what's right. happening. Put the glove on, please. <laughs> right, right. Put the glove on. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay, so we what's got the a...
0: <laughs> Comment
2: from the <laughs> listeners. Okay, she should get locked up just for not being smart enough to get away with the crime. How how you how were you a judge and you get caught? It's it's I'm telling you, it's a valid question. That was not a plan, and especially when you did this in the man's sleep. Yo, really? You couldn't have worked out nothing better than this. Uh, all righty. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, my due time crew, for your contribution into today's conversation. And we pray you have a blessed day.
1: You as well. You do as well. Thank you thank, you.
2: thank you. Thank you. Thank you. righty. It is the top of the hour, as I say. And you know what time it is on a Monday morning. It's time for the switch. With Shantese. Good morning, Shantese.
0: Good morning. morning.
2: How are you? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Good. Good, I'm well, thank you. What you got for us today? Today I have the switch with Shantese where we make the switch from the street to our godly seat. And our switch tip 178 is let go of your idols. Definition of idol has to get real deep and strategic with God on this because people will have you thinking you're losing your mind and that you don't know what you're talking about after God didn't put you on to some stuff. When I pulled up the definition of idol without even having to go to like how does the Bible define idol or idol definition in Bible, the first definition that popped up is an image or representation of a God used as an object of worship, a person or thing that is greatly admired, loved, or revered. Now, revered is to have, is to feel deep respect or admiration for something. A couple of synonyms for revered is worship. Idolize. Idolize meaning admire, rever, or love greatly, or excessively, definition of excessively, to a greater degree or in greater amounts than is necessary, normal, or desirable. So we broke that definition down in the synonyms, the definition
1: of a few of the synonyms, to go
2: back to the foundation that regardless of whatever
1: definition you choose to focus on when you pull
2: up items, it all comes back. Worship and excessive And those of us Who know God and know God's word, He wants us to be very careful About Doing things excessively filling things excessively again To a greater degree or in a greater amount Than is necessary Normal or desirable We have to be very careful with that Because when we become excessive With things That immediately replaces God when we become excessive with things, we immediately become inflamed. Don't let other people tell you otherwise. Let God show you the breakdown. Okay, now I thought of the let go of your idols because of a deep, 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 healthy debate that I had yesterday. But people tend to only look at the surface of things and I have to say I pass as it all the time. I have learned to appreciate, and I have been saying out loud, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God, for giving me a new pair of eyes, for giving me a new pair of ears. that helps me to see things the way you do and hear things the way you do because, oh, my goodness. People love to say that Christians are brainwashed. Oh, my goodness. If you are fighting to stay in this world, (laughs) you are fighting to be under And whoever's a millennial knows what that means. Back when we were kids, that meant slow, stupid, crazy, because the enemy is working overtime to keep everyone real remedial because he understands that the minute you allow God to give you those revelations and open your eyes and for the light bulbs to start going off, you're going to be able to see straight through what he is trying to do. We're going to be able to see straight through the manipulation. And any time we put anything, anyone in place of God and we become, we, we get the attitude of having a greater, or get to a greater degree or in a greater amount than is necessary. So if we're thinking about something too much, if we're doing something too much, if we're desiring something too much it automatically starts to replace God. If I'm thinking about this thing a lot more often than I should, how often do I have to think about God? If I'm spending time with someone more than I should spend time, isn't that infringing on the time that I should be spending with God? Immediately those things become idols. First John 5.21 in the Amplified Version reads, Little children, believers, dear ones, guard yourselves from idols both teachings, moral compromises, and anything that would take God's place in your heart. Again, it is very easy for this to happen. It is very easy to be goal-oriented at one time and then you just become obsessive about your work. It's easy to be into your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, and then you become obsessive about your relationship. It's easy to be on your grind and want your finances to be straight one minute so now all you do is think about money and now you don't sleep the way you should um, you don't take time to be with your family the way that you should all that because you just got to make this money excessive when you become excessive you now start to have idols idols don't have to be a person all the time it can be things. it can be forced anything that replaces God First Corinthians 10, Amplified Version. Therefore, my beloved, run, keep far, far away from any sort of idolatry, and that includes loving anything more than God or participating in anything that leads to sin and enslaves the soul. And a big part of the conversation debate I was having last night was about these celebrities. And again, I ask and I say, God has been allowing us to see that these celebrities are just like us, but with a record Just like us, but they get their own TV. Just like us, but just, they just—they may just be doing a few other things that we're not doing. Any time something becomes excessive, you are immediately enslaved to it. Stop trying to convince yourself otherwise. Stop trying to let other people convince you, otherwise you become enslaved. It's only when you have God that you learn how to have a proper balance in life. So let's make the conscious decision of making the switch from having idols, from having people, places, or things that replace God to focus in on God, making sure that we have a well-balanced life so that we are not living excessively, so that we do not have to a greater degree or in a greater amount that is necessary, normal, or desirable anything in our lives that will replace God. Thank you, Pastor Seth. Thank you, Shanti. Thank you for your uh words of wisdom this morning and we thank god for your contribution into today's conversation and we pray you have a blessed day thank you. thank you thank you ah let's take the time to hold hands and hold hearts and go before the lord ah our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name Thy kingdom come, that will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Oh the heavenly Father, God, we come before you, and we're so grateful this morning for just being able to stand before you, just being able to take part into today. Thank you, God, for waking us up in our right frame of mind. Thank you for loving us in a special way. And as we are beginning this new week, God, we ask you to help us develop new ways of serving you, new ways of worshiping you, new ways of loving you, new ways of loving one another, a new way to love ourself. We are grateful to Heavenly Father that We are not on the other side of the grave, and you have decided to take the time to invest in us one more time. Thank you for the words of encouragement, support, words of wisdom that we received this morning, God. And we pray that as we go through this day, that we will take the time to reflect on everything that we've heard today, God put it before you and let you just help us understand you in a deeper way introduce yourself to us in a deeper way today dear god and that we would want to spend more time with you that we would invite you into larger parts of our day a bigger be a bigger part of our life so that nothing else will become an idol and we thank you for understanding we thank you for explanation. We thank you, God, for knowledge. And we give you the glory and honor. So rightly do your name, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. You know, <laughs> these last few weeks in service, we've been doing so many different uh I've been talking about some so many different things, but there's one thing that just keeps coming back up again and again and the one thing that just keeps getting pushed to the forefront and that is make sure we look at things the way God sees it. Make sure we look at things and see it the way God sees it. Now, taking into consideration that the Word of God tells us, my ways are higher than your ways, my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. So, you know, we understand that God will definitely um, see it all. But there's an opportunity He gives us. He says, I don't keep any secrets. That's what Jesus told us. You know, there's no secrets. Once I call you into my family, there are no secrets. So here, let me me say it to you this way. If God wants us to change, if we need to change, the first thing that has to happen is we need to see it the way he does. We need to see that some of the things that we're doing, we can't keep brushing over it. We have to make sure that the certain things that we say, we can't keep brushing past it. Certain ways we feel and just our, our existence has to be in line. Our way of thinking has to be in line with the way God wants it to be. Because until we get there, we're never going to understand what god wants for us so let's talk about the idols that shantish just got finished talking about well first of all if all we think about is the fact that i got to take care of my family and i got to put food on the table and you know i i gotta you know i gotta keep money in my pocket and you know i, I gotta you know grind and be on my grind and bill his bank and i gotta make my my money i gotta get my bread If that's our thought process on a regular basis, that becomes an idol, as she said. So first, we've got to allow God to show us that that's an idol. And when he shows it to us, we've got to immediately shift gear. Now, why did I use the word immediately? Because everybody wants time. Everybody wants time. Everybody wants time. Oh, you know, I I know I haven't gotten there yet. And I know God is still working on me. And too much is given. Much is required. God says, I wink at you in your time of ignorance. Are y'all paying attention to these scriptures? Are you paying attention? Because those two scriptures alone need to help you understand you ain't got no time. God never, he never shows us something before we can handle it. He never shows, and that has nothing to do with God does not give us more than we can handle. So please, let me make sure I let you know that. That's not what I'm talking about. In other words, and I've said this a hundred times here, we, if we're in kindergarten, He's not going to give us college work. If we're in elementary school, He's not going to give us high school work. He's dealing with us according to where we are. So, therefore, if you're, it, the Bible tells us, you know, when, when it's time for you to drink milk, you drink milk. When it's time for you to eat food, you eat meat. I mean, it just it, there's a gradation to this thing here. So, you don't have time. Everybody wants time. Oh, you know, I'm getting it together, and I know I know, 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 I know. You know? Then guess what? You're not just telling me you know. You're telling God you know. I keep telling people, you you're not really talking to me. You got that? You telling me all of this stuff here, you're not talking to me. You're actually talking to God because anything I say to you is what God is giving me to say to you. So when you respond and you get it all flippant and you get annoyed and you... You're not getting annoyed with me. You getting annoyed with God. So when it comes to idolatry... You need, as of today, to go before the Lord and ask God, is there anything in my life that you consider an idol? I, there's, there's a danger in this self-assessment. Trust, trust me. A whole lot of people ain't going to make it into the kingdom cause, for self-assessment. Because, see, we never want to think of ourselves as bad. Oh, I'm not that bad. Ask God. God, is there anything? And let me tell you something. This, this, there's a fine line in this idolatry thing. Fine line in, in where there are idols. Fine line. Anything excessive, anything where you're obsessing over is also an idol. Anything that's getting too much of your attention, like Shanti said, and God is not getting enough. God says that there's a time for everything under the sun. There's a time for everything. There's a time to work. There's a time for extracurricular activity. There's a time, even church, even going to church. Can that be an idol? Yeah. That's why I said go to God and find out from him, God, I really need you to just pour this out in front of me. If there's one thing that you consider an idol, if I'm spending five extra minutes on this thing and I should be giving this time to you, or I should be giving my life to you. Is there anything I'm doing where I'm falling short of your expectation? Please help me. Show it to me. Reveal it to me. And be ready to move if and when God shows it to you. Don't go praying and then when he shows it to you, you you turn around, oh, no, that, that couldn't be it. You know how many people do that? So you can't go ask God for it, and then when he gives it to you, then you're somewhere else. You don't want to believe it, or it can't be that. I've literally had people say, I know it's not that. i well, why you bring it up? Why'd you bring it up? Is that what God is showing you when you're in the opposite direction? Be very careful. It's a reason why idols came up today. Are there idols or is there an idol in your life? And again, not your self-assessment of what you're not believing an idol is. Oh, I do this because there's always a reason why you're doing this or there's a reason why you're obsessed or there's a reason why something is excessive. It's an idol and you need to let God work on it because until you admit, that it's an idol, or you admit you need help in this area, are you really going to receive God's help? Is that is that is that really, are you really going to make room for God to help you when you're in some level of denial? Can we really get help if we're not admitting that something is what it really is? And it could be something that we consider so innocent. Uh, remember now, he winks at you in a time of ignorance. But once he gives it to you, he expects you to act on it. I can show you five verses that prove that and show you five them same five verses that dispel that God is just working on you. And he ain't expecting you to fix this thing because you, you ain't ready yet. We don't know how much time we have left here, not any of us, not one of us. We don't know our end date. There are people who get so tired of living that they ask God to leave here. I don't even know if if that's what we should be doing. God, I'm tired of living. So what are you saying to God? Are you telling God what he should do with you? So instead of you saying, well, you know what, God, if I had my way of, of, of being here, I'd be going. However, I'm going to turn this thinking around, and I'm going to give these last moments to you. I don't know how, how how many of these moments are my last moments, but I'm going to take this time to give it to you. Is there something you need me to say to you? Is there something you need me to change, even from my deathbed, even if I think this is the last 15, 20 minutes I got? But is there something you need from me that you are granting me these last 20 minutes to give to you? But I want to be gone instead of serving you even in the last 20 minutes of my life. I'm so busy concentrating on being gone. Woo! Has that now become an idol? Because now that's where my thoughts are opposed to serving God. What does God say about that? So many people have laid on their bed and they're begging to be gone. I'm tired of living. I'm tired of how many people are walking around this earth saying the same thing. But yet God has blessed us. Every breath you take is a gift. What are you saying to him? That I don't want what you got? I don't want the offer? you being so generous and gracious to me. Because I still got something that I need to fix. Because you're still trying to make it where I can get in. He says he doesn't want anybody to perish, not one of us to perish. He doesn't want any of us to perish. But I'm so busy focusing on getting out of here. I'm so focused on getting out of here that I'm willing to throw away the last moments of my life. What does that say to him? Have you considered that? instead of you hearing other people say that from their deathbed, now maybe you can say something a little differently. Now maybe you can help them and say, you know what, let me pray with you. I know you want to be gone. I know you're tired. I know it's been a long journey. I know you're sick. I know the pain is too much. But you know what, God, is for some reason, He still got you here. Let me pray with you. And the prayer I'm going to share with you, Right now, is God, whatever it is, just reveal it to Mary. Just reveal it to John. You, you allowed me to hear that they're tired and they, they, they don't want to be here anymore. But it's because I now know how to look at this a little differently now. So now let me help you pray. Let me help you understand that even though you're in a lot of pain right now, God might be trying to get something, that last little thing from you. Because, see, once you go, you're gone. And you can't fix what you have not done or what you didn't do while you were here. So let's work on this together. Has that become an idol? Oh, that's why I said we got to be real careful. Go to God. Go to God. Go to God. Go to God and ask, God, what do you say about this thing here? I'm feeling this thing so heavily, God. But what do you say about this? How do you feel about this? Are you appreciating my words right now? Or are you looking at me as being an ingrate? What do you say about all of this? Am I right in your eyes? Am I focused even in my last minutes? Am I focused on this thing right? Am I am I focusing on you? It's me and you time right now. So I encourage you today, think like that. Ask God. Go to him and find out what it is he needs from you. You've been listening to It's Due Time with Pastor Steph. Join us Monday through Friday from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. where we discuss matters of the heart, mind, and spirit. As you go through your day, be sure to set your mind on things that are above, not on things that are on the earth. They will only serve as a distraction. Remember, (laughs) prayer changes things. It's Pastor Steph signing off, and I want to thank my due time crew for always coming through big time. Thank you for hanging out with us. Please do not miss this opportunity to give Christ your life right now. Please do not miss this opportunity to strengthen that relationship with the Lord right now because later it's not promised to any of us. Until tomorrow, God spares our life Where its Let's Talk About It Tuesday Church Folk Day. Until then, I love
0: you.